0: Good morning. So, how to increase your motivation to do the things that you know you need to do. That's what I'm going to be talking about over the next three to five minutes or so. So, if you're coming in, give me a hello. If you're on replay, let me know. Um, So, and if you're joining us for our Summer Shape Up, do comment below with uh, Summer. And if you want more information on that, just do let me know. Send me a message. Um, So, this comes up a lot in terms of why... Like, I'm not really feeling that motivated or I keep going off track. And sometimes when we actually dig into deeper on this, it's like, let's go back to actually why we're even struggling to do this. Because sometimes the things that we know we need to do, like most people know what to do. Hey, Jane, if you walked in the in the high street and town, most town centres and asked people, you know, what's, what's what do you need to do to lose weight and get fit or get fitter, stronger. Most people will give you an answer, which if you did would probably get most people good results. But what's the difference here? What's actually missing? Well, if you look into this in a bit more detail and actually go back, when you're struggling to do something, when you're going, oh, I said I would do this, but I'm not doing it. Go back and actually ask the question, why are you actually wanting to do it in the first place? And if the answer is to lose weight and get fit, I want you to ask them the question, and go deeper with this and write this down, because you can see this every day. It's a CBT technique, cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy technique, which pretty much doubles your chances of sticking to something. Write down actually why you want to do that. Why, Why do you want to lose weight and get fit? Like What changes? What changes five years from now? What changes three months from now if you lose weight and get fit? What doesn't change if nothing happens, in fact? as we say about the ghost of Christmas future, if nothing changes five years from now, where you are, what happens, how do you feel? Picture it, write it down. It's a really powerful technique to do because we're often motivated either by the, the pain that we're in or the excitement about where we wanna go, what we could gain. So either the things that we could gain, like where could we be? If I, I change now, three months now, where could I be in July from now, mid July, late July? Where would I be by then? Or rather, where could I be if if nothing changes, if I don't get a handle on this habit right now? And when you write these things down, we often go through this with people, if someone's struggling a bit, and they'll say things like, well, I've got grandchildren on the way, or I'm looking after grandkids, I don't wanna be one of those um, grandparents who just doesn't do anything, I wanna be chasing the kids, I wanna be having the energy to do that, or it doesn't have to be around that, but that's just what a lot of people say. I, don't, I, I know my knee's just gonna get worse unless I get stronger and if I increase my thighs, uh, strength around that, the muscle around that. I know um, my hips, I need to make sure I'm strong for potential hip replacement in years to come or a partial hip replacement in years to come. And all quite simply, I, I just wanna feel better. I wanna feel more confident. Okay, what changes if you feel more confident? What changes if you feel better? All these questions are real powerful. Okay, if I feel better, who benefits? Who else benefits? sometimes you've got to look further than, than just us because we can, we can put ourselves off. We can put ourselves to the back of the pile, right? Everyone does it. making sure everyone else is sorted. So if it's just for us, that's fine if that's enough to motivate you. But often if you think about perhaps many of the years that people procrastinate, maybe you've procrastinated, I know I have at times in many areas because you're trying to put everyone else first, what's the saying that you won't do that again? And there's nothing wrong with that but it's being aware of it, what we value. Okay, if I value putting other people first, how can I use that to my advantage? Well, if I put myself first, what happens to them? And how can I put myself first in a way that's actually doable, not just on paper, that's actually doable so that I can still put everyone else, make sure everyone else's needs are met, even if it's one minute, 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, whatever it is, whether that's a workout, whether that's our self-care, whether that's something super simple with nutrition that we will add in on there. And it was amazing yesterday because I know one of the ladies who missed our Fruity Fit event at the weekend and was going to come really excited about it. And then was like, oh, just, and then yesterday she really didn't feel like coming to the session. And then she ended up coming and saying, you know, I so nearly, I didn't want to go today. And then she did it and she felt so much better, so proud, that sense of achievement. And that's what it's all about. And I want to be honest here, we do, we do a one minute workout of the day, which is actually like one minute straight and you can do it in your kitchen while your kitchen's boil, uh kitchen's boiling <laughs> coffee's boiling or boiling or coffee's brewing as as i'm doing right now and it's just a real simple one you know that that coffee's brewing for three four minutes depending on how strong you like it or the kettle's boiling quick workout in and people say oh you've got so much energy for that one minute like and i'm like no actually it's the last thing i want to do i'm with you on this i, I don't want to move for one minute i want to be sat at my desk again getting some work done or speaking to clients, all this stuff, but I get that one minute done, and all this energy comes back. Like it actually gives me a boost, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm actually right. Maybe I'm not as hungry as I thought. I'll grab a glass of water. Look at those things you can add in. You'd only have to change like 30% of your habits for it to have a knock-on effect into the other areas. Sometimes we think we have to do it all. And this is what I keep saying, and I'll keep banging the drum on, because we see it so often. Like that session that one of the ladies attended yesterday that didn't want to attend. Now she's feeling great. Now she's feeling good today. Right, back onto it. I'm going to get my food sorted today. That one thing has spiralled into the next. That's that's the powerful habit trail to go on. And that's what it's all about and what we do in our Summer Shape Up as well. So any questions, as always, just let me know. If you want more information about our Summer Shape Up programme, just comment below. We have a flexible start date next week and the week after. And I will see you soon. Take care.